everybody. Um, as Curtis said, my name is Price Foreman, and um, I'm currently attending Northwest um, at the DeSoto campus. I'm really honored to be here with you all today and to share uh, what God has put on my heart as of late. And um, so with that, um, I've been at Gateway for what seems like all my life. Um, I gave my life to Christ at a really young age, and while I was in church, about every single time the doors were open, I didn't really know what that relationship with God looked like. It wasn't until about the summer of my seventh grade year that I had a mentor come into my life named Austin King. And through learning from him and spending time in him teaching me and just doing life with each other, that I was able to have this fire burning in me for the first time. And once the summer was over and he had to leave, God was quick to replace him with uh, another one of my mentors in Troy Phillips. And Troy was far from perfect, don't get me wrong. He didn't always know what he was doing, and it really showed. But that man has a heart for God and serving others. Um, he showed me what discipleship looked like and the impact that an age follower of Christ can have on a younger, um, newborn Christian. Um, our relationships are far more than coming together once a week and just going through the Bible, just talking about Jesus. Yes, that did happen, but... I mean, we, we did life with each other. We had fun. We played football. We played video games. We went rock climbing like once a week. We got in that phase for some reason, but it happened. Um, but that's what discipleship is, spending time with a younger student and guiding them and doing life with them, loving them, and just spending time, but also speaking the truth and speaking the Word of God into their lives. So if you'll turn, if you have your Bibles, we'll be in Matthew 28 to start off, um, verses 16 through 20. And they say, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded to you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age." So I know we've heard this so many times. I know I have, and it's really easy to kind of just glance over. But if we go into verse 18 and dig a little bit deeper, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. The commission that he's telling us to go and to do um, is begin, has been given with authority. This indicates that the authoritative command, like not a suggestion, God isn't asking us to make disciples, he's telling us. It's the same idea as if an officer is reminded a private of his rank before he is given an order, because he has this authority. He can send whomever, whenever, to do whatever he pleases. Um, we are commanded to make disciples in life, not when it's just convenient for us. Francis Chan has a book, Multiply. If you haven't read it, it's a great read. It talks about discipleship. It talks about what it is and how to go about it. Um, he quotes in the book, most Christians can give a number of reasons why they cannot or should not disciple other people. Like, I don't feel called to minister. I just, I just have too much on my plate right now. I don't have time to invest in other people. I don't know enough. I have too many issues of my own. I'll start once I get my life in order. As convincing as these excuses may seem to us, Jesus' commands don't come with exception clauses. He doesn't tell us to follow unless we're busy. He doesn't call us to love our neighbors unless we don't feel prepared. I don't know about you guys, but I, I can attest to every single thing these people have said. That was me, and this still sometimes is me. 
Um, I'm 19, year old, 19 years old working every single day during the week. Uh, I feel like I'm drowning in schoolwork, still trying to find time to spend time with my friends, my family, and the people I'm discipling. But God has been using me in a way I never really thought he could. I still feel unequipped some days. I still feel like I don't know enough. I still feel like I need to get my life in order, and yet God is still using me despite all of that. The call to discipleship is bigger than us. It's a calling that furthers the gospel and helps root others in faith in what is true and leads them to going out and doing the same thing. Uh, there's, a, there's a thing I was told a long time ago. I'm pretty sure Troy told me about it, and he sent it to me the other day. It's called the Statistic of Multiplication. So it says, consider this scenario of an evangelist who reached 1,000 people for Christ every single day. You know how long it would take them to reach the entire world at this pace. So even assuming a frozen population, it would take just over 15,000 years and consider the Im immaturity of many of these converts who uh, are never intentionally discipled. Now consider the scenario of one discipling one other for a year. Then the second year, they train a new disciple, and the one they train begins to disciple someone else. And this continues on down the line. Assuming an accurate and growing uh, population rate, the entire world be reached for Christ in the 34th year. And imagine the spiritual maturity of all these people who've been intentionally discipled. So discipleship isn't just hanging out with one student and, or whoever and wanting to build them up. That is what it is. But it's also to set them up to go and spread and to go and disciple somebody else. So that multiplication rate can really uh, impact the entire world in getting Christ's name out there. And then we'll be also be in Hebrews 5, uh, 11 through 14, which state, About this we have, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though, by the time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you, again, the basic principles of the oracle of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled, the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So verse 14, or 12, um, it tells us to be teachers, and then going through verse 14, it states that many of us are living on milk instead of solid food. Um, there are people who are still very much spiritually immature and have not grown much in their faith, and it's our job to uh, build them up and to direct them in how to grow in their faith. And um, I bring, I talk about these because that was, that was me. I mean, from the time I was about seventh grade to, or about seven, eight years old, gave my life to Christ, to about seventh grade, I was living on milk. I really had not furthered my relationship with Christ until I had mentors come into my life and teach me and direct me. And then my life, my relationship with the Lord started growing rapidly. I was finally being held accountable for things, and I was finally being um, taught and spending time with some of my dearest friends. Uh, I have one friend about a year and a half ago. Um, he gave his life to Christ, and it seemed like a matter of like overnight, he did a 180. This dude went from uh, smoking, drinking, partying, living all the things of this world to chasing after the Lord and trying to understand. Um, but that didn't last very long, unfortunately. He uh, didn't really have anybody pouring into his life, and he was just this newborn Christian trying to figure out how to go about things and how to grow his relationship with the Lord. And... Um, He's fallen right back into those same things that he used to go into. Um, the new believers 
need guidance to grow because of how because there's only so far coming to church and trying to figure it on, out on your own can get you. Um, when I was in middle school, I think it was probably Troy and um, somebody else were asking some of the middle school slash high schoolers to tell them the gospel. They asked probably about 10, 15 of them. And I don't think there was one person that could. I know I couldn't. Um, but it wasn't until about junior year, so about two years ago, three years ago, I learned how to actually share the gospel from Ben um, mentoring me and how to share it from beginning to end in different ways to do that, along with many other lessons. I went through our youth group, and we'd always talk about why don't people keep coming to church, especially at the younger generation. I know y'all like to dog on them a little bit, but um, we always wonder why they stopped coming to church after they started driving. And a lot of times it's because they haven't had anybody to walk with them and to show them who Jesus is and how to be in a relationship with him and how to, uh, that coming to church is important, that reading your Bible is important. They have no one there to really tell them that and to keep them accountable. Um, and a lot of these kids, like even in, our, in the hub, like they don't have a father figure or somebody to look up to in their life. So they're going to start looking for, looking up to somebody else or something else. Um, discipleship can start with just being there for your, um, your son or your grandson, being intentional with them, walking with them, teaching them um, the ways of the gospel, and how to look like, how to lead a godly life. Um, it can start with just going up on to the hub on Wednesday nights, Sunday nights. I know they would love to have you, and just sitting in a room and just getting to know some of these kids. Um, like these kids are awesome, and a lot of them need guidance. I know I did. And I would, do not think I'd be in the same position I am today without God placing these mentors in my life to disciple me, that they could build me up for me to also disciple. So men of Getwell, are we going to sit by while the younger generations are putting their faith in the things of this world, or are we going to lead them in their relationship with Jesus? Will you all pray with me? Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for just letting us all come out together and to dig into your word and just have fun and be able to talk, God, and be able to grow our relationships with you but with each other. Lord, I pray that you just uh, build us up to disciple and to know the importance of it, God, and the, the impact it can have on people uh, such as myself and the younger generation around me, the newborn Christians. Lord, and I pray that you just um, be with each and every single one of us, that we will go out and that we will proclaim your gospel and to build others up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.